Today is October 2nd and stomach dropping season has commenced. The wild card is upon us. We have so much to talk about for this one game. Lineups, rosters, starters, bullpen, and everything else that comes to mind. Thank you for joining. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old drum boy, drum boy Jake. Recaps galore, weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old drum boy, drum boy Jake. Talking Yanks with old drum boy. All right, what's up, everybody? My name's John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host, Jake, coming to us from... Where are you, Jake? Nebraska? He's been traveling on a road trip. He's a traveling fool. Council Bluffs, Iowa, baby. Nice. Right on the border. Council Bluffs. Right next to Omaha. 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 Set Omaha. Okay, this episode of Talking Yanks is brought to you by Mark Hunt. Hunt. It's one of those DTs, like bunt cake. So I think it's just Mark okay. Hunt. Nicolas Reyes. Melissa Wiles. Willies. How would you say W I L E S? Wiles. Wiles. Thanks, Melissa. Melissa. And Jake Holcomb. Comb. Holcomb. Got an MB. We got a lot of letters in these names that don't belong. Hunt with a D in the middle. Comb with a B at the end. The hell out of here. Well, thank you to them, though. They're our most recent Patreon subscribers. They support the show by donating $2 a month, which allows them to watch us live as we do these talks. They get early access on YouTube to the videos, and they get their name in a hat to win an affordable jersey. I hosted the raffle for September today on periscope i will post it to the patreon later but daniel o'brien no relation to me although we shared last name he won it congrats daniel get in touch with me and i'll get you a link for a free jersey on to the wild card jake gut check how you feeling gut check i feel good and i'm lying when i say that (laughs) uh how many times your stomach dropped today not drop. I I already went through the drops. I my stomach's not gonna drop again until during the game. Oh really? I'm at like five today, like big ones. No, because it's it's not sneaking up on me anymore. I need I need to be snuck up on to get the drop. I I know it's coming. I know there's a potential it could be full on devastating. I know it's more likely that a good result would happen because we're the better team and it's in the Bronx, but it's one game of baseball. A lot of people would have thought the Cubs would win at Wrigley today, but they did not. That game got me so nervous because the Cubs just lost. They lost the game. They got beat. Like They were the home team. They beat the Brewers 11 times out of 18 games in the regular season, and and it wasn't like... You know, it's a day game, so the intensity isn't there. But the, the Cubs, they just lost, man. Like, it just like a regular season loss. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. The Ditka was singing the seventh inning. They had 
I mean, that's that's one of the biggest punches Chicago can bring. It's yeah, it it's it's one baseball game. It led to a rousing conversation in our fantasy baseball crew, which we don't need to recap. No, that, no, but it's, skip it's, right past it's, that. It's the highs and the highs and lows of a one-game playoff. It's it's cool for baseball. Over the next hundred years, if they leave this format, each a lot of teams are going to find themselves as the the home seed wild card team and think, oh, if we didn't have two, we'd be in a full playoff series. And the there's going to be you're going to be on the other side fence where it's like, whoa, thank God we have this format. We have a chance. So um, no, no more stomach dropping to me. I think the first stomach drop would be <laughs> like the first Oakland runner on base. <laughs> yeah. So I'm completely, completely different. I just, it just creeps into my brain. Well, actually it's not creeping because I just on Twitter all day and people will, I'll see people read things. Someone told me that we're going to win it on a Luke Voigt walk-off home run and my stomach dropped thinking about being tied in the ninth yeah I mean that the ninth inning when we're when we're playing defense that's not a good baseball phrase the top of the ninth would be gut-wrenching absolutely gut-wrenching so I'm getting nervous and it's such a mind fuck like I don't know because it's just one game in two days we can say man that wasn't worth it at all or we can say Man, that's all we'd say. Just man. Okay, I was thought that had more, but no, I like it. Saying like all this worrying for nothing. Like I, I'm not a worrier in my life. Usually, I just won't care about anything until it happens. Like packing for trips or what clothes will I need? Like I'll think about that the day before we leave when I pack. I'm not going to worry about it beforehand or shit like that. But I think I and I think I I'm not worrying. Like it's not. I feel worrying for me as I come back to something every, you know, 10, 15 minutes and it's like, oh, Jake, you you have to mail this out before the end of the day. Jake, what are you doing? You have to mail this out. You know you have to mail this out. Go mail it out. I'm not I'm not there. It's just I I know the consequences. I know it's out of my control. (laughs) I, I hope it doesn't go very poorly. I will say the one thing Yankee fans kind of have going for them is we almost saw a worst-case first inning last year, and we recovered from that. So, like, hope side from Yankee land has to be – I don't know. I, I've mentioned that all season. I've been waiting for the Yankees' giant comeback or whatever it is. If the Yankees go down three, even four in the first inning, there's still no mass panic. What's all that noise? That's – Noodle the doodle talk <laughs> for the people okay. live. Sorry about that. Sorry about you. Keep going. Sorry. I I finished. <laughs> All right. So let's. This is how we're gonna do it because I want to do everything. We're gonna save pitching for a little later. I want to talk about the full roster predictions, and then once we have the roster, we can go to the lineup, which I think you and I completely agree on. So I I don't know how much discussion, but we we'll can find out. Yeah, we can do that. All right. We're gonna let's do the roster. The wild card game is different because you don't need four starting pitchers because you're only playing one game. In fact, last year I went and looked up last year's. Sure. Let's break it down first. What do you want to do first? Bench. Uh, let's infield let's the, outfield. Let's, let's do the easy stuff. Let's, right, do, let's do the locks. Let's let's go around the horn. We won't do the lineup. Locks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So the locks. Andujar is a lock. Didi. <laughs> Is what, a lock. You start at third base. Yeah. You loony tune. Left to right. 
<laughs> Gary catching. Oh, yeah. So my brain's doing infield, outfield. So Gary's a catcher, which yeah. I, I have it listed on me in front indifferently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gary will be the catcher. I mean, and we should say Romine right now, too. Cause, well, now you're doing I mean, that's catchers almost instead of infielders. Now we're not going around the horn. Jesus Christ. How do you, when, you, when you go around the horn, who throws the ball first? That's not the thing. We're infielders. Anduar, Didi, Glaber, Voigt, Walker. We think Echeverria is a lock. I think he's a lock. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's one, two, three, four, five, six locks. Out of infielders. Outfielders. The locks are Kutch, Gardy, Judge, Hicks, Stanton. Yep. Okay. Catchers. Gary and Romine. Yep. I already did them. Yep. All right. Bullpen. Now I'm just going to go from Ooh. top down. You're rolling hot. I have it all in front of me. So I'll just okay. I'll roll with it. I mean, those you are all. You didn't want to discuss it at all. The locks. We don't need to discuss them. Everyone agrees with us. Etch. Okay. Well, who was your? Who else would you do besides Etch? Toe? I don't. I just think some some people would be somewhat surprised to hear that name if if they're joining us now. Oh, uh, I think Echeverria has made Ronald Torres irrelevant. We yeah. barely see Toe anymore. Echeverria, we got him to back up Didi. He hit. He's he has a couple hits, but more so, he's a wizard defensively, and he can play third. He can play second. He's not gonna like start, and hopefully, he doesn't play. But actually, he might come in and replace Anduar in the late innings. He's done that a couple games. But I also and I've got a I've got an odd question for you. If if it is defensive replacement time and it's just third base, would you rather have Neil or Etch? Because I lean Neil. You lean Neil because Neil has played a good third base. I tweeted out today. Neil played like every position twenty times this year. He had never played. He had only played like twelve games in his career at third before. He looks pretty natural over there. He's looked really good over there, and Echeverria is a defensive wizard as a shortstop, which is basically the creme de la creme of baseball defensive positions. But he had that one throwing error from third, and I mean, thats it's not the most natural transition. He obviously has the arm strength, and he can pick it, but I, I don't know. I just lean Neil there. We'll, we'll see if that comes into play. Yeah, it might actually, because hopefully we're up by a couple runs and they want to do a defensive replacement. And we'll see if they do Etch or Walker. I think they would go Etch, but I, I'm kind of with you with Walker. But all right. Now, let's go on. That's the only one. Everything else, Voight is a lock. Glaber's a lock. Didi, Andujar, Walker. No one's going to ask why. Kutch, Gardy, Judge, Hickstan. No one's asking why. Bullpen. Britton, Chapman, Batansis. I don't, I'm not saying which one I want to close right now. I will save that conversation for a little later. But they're going to be on the roster, those three. Robertson, Chad, Holder are going to be on the roster. So that's the six, the six good relievers. The six good relievers will be on the roster. Okay. So last year they brought 10 pitchers. All right. Last year they brought 10 pitchers to the wild card game and they only brought two starters. They brought Luis Severino and CC Sabathia last year. Tanaka wasn't on the roster for the wild card and neither was Sonny Gray last year. Adam Warren was on there, who is kind of an, more of an innings eater role. We don't really have that many innings eaters. We just have a bunch of lockdown guys for one inning. You can stretch D-Rob. You can stretch Chad. You can maybe stretch, you can stretch Holder, but you probably wouldn't want to in the wild card game. But we don't have a long guy. So four spots to make up the starter, 
and another reliever. So in my brain, it's the three starters and Tarpley. That's how I would do it. So you've got CC. No. CC's so off. Hap, Hap, Tanaka, Sevi, Tarpley. Oh, I don't like that. Who, 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 what are you having? I mean, I think I think they intentionally rested. So I I like what you said about last year's starters, but I mean, you think they're gonna leave CC off the one game roster? Yes. Oh, I I don't know. I'm not in on that. Why? You I'd rather have him over Tarpley. Coming out of the pen. Yeah. You give you're giving me a lefty option. He's got he's his slider is devastating if you're just gonna use him as an out guy. And so this is what I was thinking about before. And this this is I'm interested to see your answer. It's what pitcher I would least like to see in this baseball game. And it's Besides all I don't the know. obvious ones. Well, what do you mean by obvious ones? Sonny Gray, Cole. Well, they're not on the roster. Yeah, okay. I'm saying on the roster in the game because it would have to be the Yankees are down and they want to chew some innings somehow, so it would be <laughs> almost Tanaka or CeCe or something like that. I don't know. I just think I'm I'm in on Sevy. I'm in on Hap. If, if I had to bet between Tanaka and CeCe... I would bet that Tanaka would be off over CC. Okay, yeah, I mean, because he's a lefty. That's interesting. I mean, I hope we don't have to use CC out of the pen. I'd rather bring Tarplian, who that's what he's done for the whole year. CC hasn't really done that. The only lefty you think that would they really do that for is Matt Olson. They wouldn't pinch hit Matt Olson if he brought in a lefty to face him. So, like, CC coming in for one batter, unless we're in dire straits, unless we're in extras. I'd rather Tarpley. Um, you can put Tarpley, CeCe, and then whoever starts, the whoever the non-starter of the two is. But I'm going to stay with the three guys and um, Tarpley because if it goes into extra innings, if Sevy gives up two doubles to start the game and they're just like, nope, fuck that, and you want long guys, you don't want Lance Lynn to be your long guy. You want to pitch Hap or Tanaka or CeCe before you get to Lance Lynn. So if I want to, if CeCe's coming in the game for a long amount of time, I'm probably thinking I'd rather this be Tanaka or Hap to give me length and good innings if we're fucked in the second inning or tied in the 10th and, and, and we just burned through it. We bullpened after the 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth was all our one guys. Oh shit, now we're tied and we burned our entire bullpen because that was our strategy. Uh, I'd rather go Tanaka or Hap. Like, okay, your game, start it, then CeCe. And then for just one batter, I think I'd rather go the guy who comes out of the pen regularly over CeCe. So I, I'm staying with my three over, over CeCe. And, and no Lance Lynn. He's not in consideration for you, really? No, because like I just said, if Lance Lynn sees the ball over any of those other guys, I think you're doing a really bad job. Okay, I I, I can be talked into that. So how, how many people does that bring us to? So, okay, that leaves us two extra... No, that leaves us... Do, 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 leaves us two extra spots. So on the infield last year, 
they had seven guys, and right now our locks have us at six. So I think Wade is a lock to be the seventh guy for speed reasons. Yeah, he's he's the pinch runner extraordinaire. And I I was flip-flopping on this all day just because I was trying to think how many guys would actually get pinch run for. And it would be Voight, if it was a do-or-die run, they would pinch run for him late innings and then you'd throw Neil Walker at first. I don't think you pinch run for Glaber, Didi, maybe Anduhar if you were already planning on doing a defensive replacement. I could see that. Um, Gary, it would have to be the winning run. I forget if I already said that. Um, I don't think you're pinch run for any of the outfielders. So that really, I mean, that really puts Tyler Wade in a small boat, but you still put that guy on the team. Yeah, I think it's Wade pinch runs for Gary in very late, like like bottom nine, down one, Gary's on first with one out. Yeah. <laughs> and that's about it. Right? It's but, I mean it's 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 Gary Anduhar Voigt very late in the game. Okay. And, yeah. So then we have one extra spot floating around. So do you do eleven pitchers and put Yeah, I'm 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 probably pitchers because I mean they're Oh it's Bird. Bird's the other option, big lefty bat, but no. What's Bird giving you? I mean, uh, Greg, better luck in two thousand nineteen, two thousand eighteen. I think it's a wrap. I I said this as as my preview podcast. If preview, if Luke Voigt got suspended from the league for being too good, I don't think Greg Bird still makes the team because Neil Walker's your first baseman. But I think Bird would take Voigt's spot and become backup first baseman. Maybe I don't know. You have no other first baseman, then, but that's not a situation we need to talk about. Voigt's not getting suspended for being too good. No. So yeah, I Hopefully. think I think we may see eleven pitchers. I also disclaimer, huge disclaimer. I'm probably we're probably going to be wrong. Like very rare that I would nail the twenty five yeah. man roster exactly. They're always thinking a little different than me. So this is not uh, like what well, I'm not telling you. I won't be surprised if I'm wrong. I won't be surprised if Sonny's on it just out of an ego thing. But Sonny should not be on this roster. Greg Bird should not be on the roster. Um. Who else? Is, I mean, and Lin's, Torres Lin's, should not be on Lin's the roster. Lynn's above Sonny. Lynn's above Sonny, and you don't have him on right now. I don't have Kane Leon. These are all noticeable people being left off that you would expect to be on when the season started. Kane Bird, Sonny. Sessa. Sessa. So, hey, here's a fun little exercise. Ready? It's Here's, here's the lineup last year, Jake. And I just want... Because I'm reading this, and I'm like, oh, my God, this lineup is so much better. You still have an empty roster spot, right? Uh, no, I gave it to a pitcher, so maybe put CC on instead of Bird. So you've got CC and Tarpley? Yeah. They might be doing – it's like if they, bull, if they plan to bullpen the whole game, like I think they do like from the fourth inning on, and then you're tied in the ninth, they've literally just fucked themselves. They just yeah. used all their relievers in a tied game. So I think that they might go 11 pitchers. And like you said, last year, okay, we had Ellsbury. We had Hicks. They were like split in time. We had Matt Holiday as the DH. We had 
Todd Frazier, Chase Headley, Ronald Torres. Last year, we had guys that you would pinch hit for, that you would move around. This year, Judge, Hicks, Stanton, Didi, Voigt, Anduar, Gary, Glaber, who's getting pinch hit for? No one. No one. Right? Yeah, that's that's where the bench stuff gets really tricky because you'd never pinch hit for Giancarlo. You'd never pinch hit for Judge. Hicks? No. (laughs) No, no, dude, you're not pinch hitting for anyone on this team. Maybe Guardy for Kutch. Maybe. Maybe, but not really. Like, you've already made your bed with Kutch. But that's the one where you're like, okay, maybe. In comparison to the rest where it's straight up, no. Maybe Walker... No, dude. Walk, maybe walk, like Walker would come in as a defensive replacement for Anduhar and then be the lefty bat. I don't think you're pinch hitting for anyone, so I don't think you need the extra bench. I think we may see 11 pitchers. And that's, and that's where... They rode with three bench guys all season because they didn't pinch hit for their guys, really. And that's where it, it almost gets crazy because then it goes... Now you have Brett Gardner and... Tyler Wade essentially is just speed guys. And you definitely use Gardner over Wade. So then that almost, there is like a 12 pitcher option. No, I think, mm, I think they'll go. There's a chance. Yeah, I think they'll go Wade. I'd be a little surprised if it went 12 pitchers, just because if you do find yourself in extras, a lot of, well, I don't know. You're not, yeah, I wouldn't be that surprised. You're right. I, I guess that's my thing is and and this this has to be the biggest fear you you just stumbled over it a little bit. The Yankees have announced that they want to bullpen this as hard as they can. What if it's tied in the tenth inning and you used a Tarpley or CC for a lefty and now it's <laughs> you could be down to two guys out there. Yeah, and that's that starts getting a little scary. All right. And then we're again, we're the other scary part about this that we we dodged a little at the beginning is if one guy has an off day, you know, if God forbid Dellen has one of those days, he can't find the zone. If he throws eight straight balls, you're out, dude. Yeah. Immediate short hooks for everyone. So, and that's where things get really scary with the closer stuff. So, I think it's at least 11 pitchers. Okay. That'll be interesting to see. I'm excited about that. Let's do lineup, and then we'll get on to pitching pitching stuff. Lineup, Jake, I'm going to give you my lineup. And like I said, I'm never surprised when I'm wrong with lineup predictions ever. Right. But I'm, I'm very confident this is going to be lineup. Like 95% okay. this is what we're going to see. Okay. Kutch leading off. Okay. Judge batting second. Yep. Hicks batting third. It's tough for me, but continue. Stanton batting fourth. Okay. Didi batting fifth. Okay. Voigt batting sixth. Yep. Andujar batting seventh. Okay. Gary batting eighth. Glaber batting ninth. Now, this is the lineup they rolled out there when they wanted to win home field advantage versus Boston when Hap was on the mound. 
Right. They put up 11 runs. Now, you can switch Didi and Hicks if you want. That's fine. But I don't think they will. Yeah, I would want, but I don't, I don't see them doing because that. Because the reason being Hicks is a switch hitter. So the other team could essentially, if Hicks was after Stanton, the other team could essentially turn our lineup into righty, 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 righty. Six righties in a row. Because, yeah. because Didi has to hit lefty, then he breaks it up a little bit. The bottom four are going to be righty, so that's why I think Hicks will be in the three hole. Um, and I, I, I'm fairly certain that's going to be it. So I did some research. The Yankees, the Yankees have run out those nine guys, not necessarily in that order, four times this year. How crazy is that? That our wild card nine. Nuts. Have only played four games. Have only shared four lineup cards together. Yeah, I, Voight makes that a little unfair. And Kutch. And, and, and I guess Kutch, Kutch is, to a degree. And, well, and, but even if you made it Greg Bird, it doesn't change a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also, and, I, and like, when Kutch came over, Judge was hurt for like three weeks. So like, it, right. there's a lot of things. But it's still, no matter what made it happen, it's still, that's yeah. what happened. It's crazy. So do you want to know how they did in those games? How'd they do in those games, Jim? In the first game, they went up against a little-known pitcher named David Price. And mm-hmm. in the by the end of the game, they had scored 10 runs. That's good. In the next game, which was the next day, they went up against a pitcher whose name was Eduardo yes. Rodriguez. I don't know what they call him anymore. They put up a two spot in the second, and then a four spot in the fourth, make, giving them a six to four lead. Giancarlo's grand slam. They ended up losing that game, but they scored six runs. Pretty good. Six runs on seven hits. The third time this lineup rolled out together was on September 22nd. They played, I think, the Baltimore Orioles. Yes, they played the Baltimore Orioles, and they only scored. Three runs, two in the very beginning of the game. Then they walked off on Hicks's hit. They had seven hits. So that's not that good. But the first two were pretty decent. 11 runs, 10 runs, and six runs. And in the last game, on September 28th, four home field advantage against the Boston Red Sox. Against who started that game? Um, Brian Johnson and then a bunch of bullpen guys. But they did throw up 11 runs on 13 hits. So the lineup? In the smallest of sample size, got some hits, which you can you decide what you want about that. It's a small sample size. But this will be the fifth time. Now, what do you think the conversations need to be had about that lineup? Gardner's not in it. The ESPN crew, the Fox crew, was surprised by that. Someone on Twitter just was like, oh, Kutch over Gardy, really? I think that's a lock. Gardy's been playing really well lately, and they love Gardner's defense in left field. So do, so do you think there's a chance Gardner gets the spot over Kutch? There's a chance. It seems slim. I mean, they did love Gardner's defense for a while, and you add another lefty bat, which you put Gardner towards the end of the lineup, and you can kind of break things up a little bit. It, it doesn't seem likely. I wouldn't hate it because you – like like we said before and this is 
Hey, <laughs> shout out to Oopa Out of the Park Developments because they're uh, <laughs> they've they we've been talking to them. We've we've still got their promo code, our promo code going. Talking Yanks, if you're if you want to check them out. But there's kind of a <laughs> a theory out there that I've I've been develop I've been developing, or I've t- I've talked about with a couple people about having. <laughs> so the whole re- relievers coming out of the bent bullpen and starting games and all that is so the relievers come in they face those first three hitters so your starters don't have to there's a theory that is you keep one of your better hitters on the bench so that when a big at bat in the game comes up you can put them in the game yeah and right now what we just talked about is with that bench (laughs) there's no pinch hitters if you can leave Guardy out there, he plays better defense, and then if they bring in a lefty specialist to face McCutcheon, you could put McCutcheon in, and even if they pull the lefty specialist, you still feel fine with McCutcheon at the plate, which is, is much better than Gardner lefty versus lefty. So, I don't know. I I could see it. I feel like they've been so in with McCutcheon that it would it would be tough to see that, right? I'm actually, I just kind of talked myself into not even being upset or surprised if Gardy's in there because he plays defense well. He's a grinder. He's going to see a lot of pitches. And then you do have Kutch coming in off the bench as a big bat. So let me ask you this. Because there's a couple things that I would actually really like about the lineup there. So if you start a Gardy, I think you bat Hicks leadoff. Mm-hmm. Would you bet Guardy ninth or eighth? Eighth to split it up. I think eighth, yup. And you have Glaber ninth still. So that would be Judge two. Do you. So they. This is something I never expected to believe in, but I very much believed it after seeing it. You have to split up Judge and Stan. Yes. So do you put Didi there? Three-hole Didi, the hero from last year. So, yes. Yeah, so if Gardy does get in the game, it would change to Hicks, Judge, Didi, Stanton, Voight, Andujar. Gary. Gary, Gardner, Glaber. Jimmy, I kind of like that lineup more. Are we just Gardy suckers? Be honest <laughs> with me. I've totally taken back my 95% confident from the previous lineup because I just talked myself into Gardy being in this lineup, but Cut should probably be in the lineup. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, Cut is definitely a team guy, so is Gardy. I'm not surprised either way, but my gut instinct said it was McCutch, no doubt. But now I don't know. I don't know, man, because think about this, and we saw this in both baseball games. With the power of bullpens, you want to do everything possible to get that first run on the board. McCutcheon has played how many career games in left field now, and Gardy's still a, a gold, glover, gold glove caliber left fielder? I don't know. We've we've talked ourselves into it. <laughs> we've talked ourselves into Gardner starting. Didn't expect that. That's wild. Didn't expect to go that way. I, I opened up that I was 95% confident in the lineup I was giving. Now I'm 50. 51. Yeah. It, it, that, that now seems like a full coin flip, especially with Tyler Wade on the bench. You have McCutcheon as a pinch hit option. 
Tyler Wade's your speed guy. I don't know. Yeah, yeah very interesting. Very, very interesting. I still think it would be McCutcheon, but I kind of like the Gardney one. Let's get this out of the way. We're the wrong guys to ask. Or no, we're the right guys to ask. No chance Romine starts. No, 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 no. Not with Gary, not with Gary being hot lately, especially. And, and, we're, and we've moved on. Okay, so now here is the... Um, do you want to go hot and not first, or do you want to just cut the dicking around and go straight to who we think starting and how we think they're doing the pitch. Yeah, we're, we're already there. We're already there. Let's, let's do it. I want to say, first off, I absolutely love that they haven't announced it. Love it. Think it's fantastic. Make the A's study everyone. I think the A's change their lineup a lot depending on who's the starters. They rotate things. I actually DM'd my friend, our pal, Brian Hoke, today, but he didn't get back to me. He must be super busy. You know, usually he responds immediately. But I want to know the rules surrounding the lineup card. So I think it's around three hours beforehand. You have to put it in. Which team has to put it in first? Is it like is it like line changes in hockey where the away team has to put their lineup out there for the faceoff and then the away team gets 30 seconds to make changes? Can that happen, Jake? Can it come down to the last second where the A's – are waiting to see who's pitching before they do their lineup, but the A's have to submit their lineup first. I have no idea the rules on this, but there has to be rules. And here's, I'm going to throw another wrench at you. I've heard you, you hear it maybe once, not once a week, maybe once a month you hear John Sterling or someone say, Oh yeah, the initial lineup had this and then they switched it. So what are the rules there? Oh shit. What are the rules there? Can so you completely I'm, games them with your starting pitcher? Oh, I my God, dude. Imagine imagine they announce Tanaka's starting. The A's set their lineup for a lefty, and then five minutes before, or maybe like an hour before, when's the deadline? Because then they're like, oh, shit, Tanaka got scratched. Do you have to prove he's hurt to scratch him? Hap's actually coming in, and then the A's have the wrong, their not-lefty lineup in. Is this, this is, this is. I think we've gone past gamesmanship to like dirty. <laughs> but it's interesting. I just don't know. Yes. The, I don't know the rules around it. I'm not like clamoring for this because just win the game. You, you, shouldn't, I think you shouldn't need I, to do all this stuff to win. But it's definitely exciting and interesting because it's so weird. With two and a half days leading up to the game. I think if you don't roll with whatever you put on the lineup card the three hours before you're getting called dirty. Unless there's an actual legit injury. So let, let's let play by those rules, okay? Yes. Okay. I am so torn, Jake. Sure. And I don't even know what I want, who I want to start anymore. It's more just a matter of trying to guess what they're going to do for me. People are like, but who do you want? And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know, man. That's not like of my interest right now. Uh I wouldn't be upset with any of the three. So I'll say that out there right now. Like sure. If it comes out, it's Tanaka. All right, let's go get him, Tank. If it comes out, it's Hap. Fantastic. He's been great. If it comes out, it's Sevi. Good. But I hope he's dominant. But I'm not. Are you upset with either any of the three? Are you like, fuck, they should not have chosen that guy? I think at this point. Tanaka's got to be the oddball there. Like, even as much as we love him. I also agree. Tanaka has been gotten lower into my list of who I think's going to get the nod. 
Like Tanaka would be full eyebrow raise at this point. Because mm. you you can. I would it, w- it would be a oh. That's the reaction. Yeah. So I I mean I'm I'm ruling out Tanaka. And I'm is this weird? He does Tanaka not have a role in this game? Not if he doesn't start. Because, like, the other guys I can picture coming out of the bullpen, like, mid-game, Tanaka, I can't really. Is like, that odd? No, because I'm the same way. I think he's starter or bust. But... Uh, Which brings me back to Tanaka. If I had to bet a starting pitcher that's not on the roster, if they don't bring the four, it would be Tanaka. Yeah. I agree with that. Because you're right. I, he's the one I can see coming out of the pen the least. I'm almost Lynn over Tanaka. Uh, I'm not, because Tanaka's better than Lynn. I'd rather right. try Tanaka. I'd rather lose trying Tanaka out of the bullpen than lose throwing Lynn. Okay, so Tanaka's out. I still I wouldn't be completely shocked if Tanaka was starting, but he's the least of the three. These other two are a straight coin flip. I'm not going to be shocked either way, Sevy or Hap. And I had this whole thought process today, Jake, that I, I fleshed out with my dad while I was on the phone with him, and it kind of scared him because what have the Yankees been trying to do all season? Be healthy. <laughs> S- yes, so be healthy, yep. stay rested, steal outs. Yeah. I. What if they're trying to do some cocky, Rest-induced DS setup, two innings for Seve, two innings for Hap, then the pen, nonsense. Like, Seve comes in, gives you two innings. If you're up 4 nothing, great. Get him out of there. Save him for Boston. If you're tied, all right, now it's Hap's turn. Two innings, Hap. And then, after that, go to the pen. What if, like, this? this that would be... What the Yankees have been trying to do. Now, we, we were hoping they flipped the switch, and I'd love to let the starter go as long as he can and as short as possible if he needs to get pulled, you know? But what do you think about that? I think there's a possibility that they could try and play the wild card game cockily in preparation for the DS, and that scares me. Well, I'm going to one-up your cockiness because I'm, I'm kind of a guy that has – that plays with that. I think you can do this the right way while still having that mindset. And I've said, I've been saying this for a couple weeks now, or since Seve started showing the signs. I think you throw Seve. He was on the mound for last year's wildcard game. It went awfully. In his past three starts, he has a 2.08 ERA, something like that. He hasn't been special, Seve, but. There's there's some numbers. Here's my thing. In the past two weeks, everyone's gotten jazzed up about bullpen Sevy because they're like, oh, he throws hard. We can if we bring Sevy out of the pen, he can throw one oh one and do whatever. And it's like, well, guys, if you think that, just start him. Cause it's basically the same thing. Cause at max, you're gonna get Three, maybe four innings in a blowout because they start, like, burning Seve. But here's my thing. Who's the starting pitcher we're most confident with against the Red Sox? 
Hap, if you can somehow get through this game, Sevy looks good. You can get to the fourth inning with like a four nothing lead, something like that, and you can have Hap fresh for game one against Sale in Boston. That's the dream. So I think you go for that. If Sevy runs into shit like he did last year, you can either copy and paste with the Chad Green show or you can have Happer ready. And then you're like then it goes back into the plan you just said. So Sevy is almost the least risk for me. Cause if Hap goes out there and he's either too jazzed up and he's throwing that ninety two mile per hour fastball high or whatever it is, then you're going crap <laughs> we we picked the wrong guy <laughs> um I don't know that that's just my thought on it again it is so coin flippy Hap has been so good for us he's everything we've asked he's a lefty in the stadium he's undefeated with an ERA in the twos he had here's the other thing Jim that I think might be it Hap had that really good start against Oakland mm-hmm. and Savvy got destroyed yeah so I mean, that's a huge one in the Hap argument. And if this team is doing it right, you shouldn't have any sights at all on the Red Sox series. Yes, but I'm scared that they're not. I'm scared that they're not. I want them, but, you know, I, I don't want them. It's 5 nothing. Okay. Here comes Holder in the seventh. No, I want Batances or Chapman. Oh, no. I, I think they're fine with the relievers because there's going to be an off day anyways. I, yes, but I'm still nervous. I, I fear it's set in paper. And last year's was set in paper. Uh, Girardi told us that. He said Chad was going to be out first and then D-Rob, and we were going to ride D-Rob till his tank was empty. That was the plan before the game even started, if we had to go to the bullpen early. So I fear that this is set in place on paper, which is also something this team's done uh, and might not be a feel thing. Here's what I'm going to make one last Lance Lynn argument. Cause again, it it's tough. Cause you go into this game where you have to brace for worst case scenario, do whatever you have to do to win. And you have to think about that. What if the Yankees were up eight to one in the seventh inning? It'd be pretty nice to roll Lance Lynn out there. Oh my God! I, no way, dude. See, I I disagree. I with don't you care there. what the lead is. Like you just said, the next day is off. I don't care what the lead is. Throw your dudes that are your best dudes when they're available to finish the game. Okay. If Holder loads the bases, and then you have threat of making it an eight to five game with one swing of the bat a three-run game in the seventh inning now we're getting too close to comfort i'll give you 15 nothing okay no i'll give you 11 nothing okay a grand slam has to make it a five-run game so four plus five so i guess nine nothing i'd still i'd allow i'd allow holder we, we got it. You got, <laughs> we got it? You understand it. what I'm it. saying? Who do you have starting the game? Sevy. But, but like, don't come at me like, you're wrong. Because fucking no. I have no confidence. I, I want Sevy, but I think it's Hap. I don't know. 
I want Seve. I think it's Hap. All right, I have a, I have a little little uh, theater for you. Okay. I'm going to tell you who the starter is because, you know, and then you're going to give your live reaction so so people will know what your live reaction to all three. Okay? We're going to go all three. You won't know okay. you won't know who's coming though. Okay. All right, here's some good theater. Jake, did you see what they just announced? Who they announced, James? Hap starting. All right, let's go. Okay. Round 2. Sebi, I mean Jake. He just said it. No. <laughs> Jake, do you know who's starting? Who's starting? Tanaka. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Okay, how about this? Jake. You know who's starting? Who's starting, Jim? Chad Green. I still like that option. You like it? I do, man. I really do. Chad for one, Sebi for two, Hap for two, Lance Could for be an Chad out. Chad for two. Could be Chad for two, man. He pitched. He pitched. Four, what was it? Forty-four pitches in a game. Yeah, but he hasn't looked good in the second inning lately. All right, next segment of the show of the wild card preview. Who's hot? Who's not? I'm hot. You're not. How? How's that? Beat that. Top that. That's how it goes. Top that. Okay. All right. You want? Can I? Can I do a quick bathroom break, or should we just roll hard? <laughs> We got some live viewers. Yeah, I know. Well, what what am I going to do during the live viewers? Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I thought you could talk to them or flirt or talk. I'm super that's what, scared that's your of job. them. Job. Super scared of them. Okay. All right. You want to do A's or or Yankees? Who's hot? Who's not? First. Let's do A's. A's. Who's hot? This is just the last seven games. So disclosure. Small sample size. I think yes. these are really. Fergus says, "Don't go pee." I think these are really fun to look at, but I don't hold a ton of stock into it. But I think it has to be very alarming, like 0 for 14, 10 for 14. If you're 7, 6, 5, 8, but it's just fun to look at. Some people get upset. They're like, you're fooling people. Like, Put the stock into it, which you want. Jed Lowry has the most at-bats for them this last week. He's got a 757 OPS, two home runs, 259 batting average. So that's mediocre. Home runs are good. Marcus Simeon, yeah. the short. Jed, Jed's, had a, Jed's had a great year. Marcus Simeon, the, the shortstop. He's four for 21, batting 190, two homers, six RBIs. So that's not that great. Those are both lukewarm people. Matt Olson. He's the one that holds his hands way up out and high. It's like throw him yep. an inside fastball. I'll never be able to hit it. He's uh, 5 for 20 lately. 250, 850 OPS, one home run, six RBIs. So I'm guessing, there's a, lot, I'm guessing a lot of them are doubles that he hits. Um, that's, that's all right. 33 doubles on the year. 29 homers. It's a pretty good year. Chris Davis. In his last seven games, this is their best player, 247 batting average, last four years, 40 home runs, last four years. He's three for 18, the 167 batting average, but a 952 OPS because he's hit three home runs because when he hits the ball, he hits a home run. 48 home runs on the year. So if you know nothing about the A's, right? If you're a Yankees fan, you listen to Talking Yankees, you know nothing about the A's. 
if you want to know who to be really scared of when they step into the box, it's Chris Davis. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah? Because I want to do this with you, because this was one of our things last year when we talked Red Sox. It, guys guys that f- you get you get scared when they're on the dish with runners on base. Give give me your one, two, three. I think the one is Chris Davis. Yeah. We're, we're both going to agree on that. Yep. Who's 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 your number two on this team? It's actually Jed Lowry because he's a pesky gardener type fuck who just feel like just always comes to versus the Yanks. I think for me it's Olsen just because he's kind of their guy. I I'm gonna make a Hosmer comparison for the Royals. Like Ho- Hosmer wasn't the scariest guy on the the offensive end necessarily, but. He was their guy, and I think Matt Olson is their guy. Matt Olson played in every game this year, 162. He had 29 homers, and he's a lefty at the stadium. So he's my number two fear guy on Oakland. Okay. I was going to go next was going to be Chapman was going to be third for me. My third is total wild card, baby. Piscotti. Loriano, dude. Yeah, who is that? So he's the intense, hardo center fielder that just, he's just a little, <laughs> I don't like to curse, and I was about to. He's, he's come up, he's hit 288, 358 OBP, five home runs, seven steals in 48 games. He's just a guy, he's a young Brett Gardner. When he does it right, he just messes with you in every aspect. He can, I mean, this is out of the batter's box, but he can make great plays in the field. He's a defensive stud. But when he's at the plate, he can draw a walk. He can get on with his speed. He can get on with power. And if he's on base, he's in the pitcher's head. So he's a guy, like, if he puts up a three for four game, that's trouble. And he'll, I think he'll be batting leadoff for them. Yeah, I think so. I, I was looking at their most recent lineups to see. He's just a pest, man. If he's one of the, if he has a big day, he's he's their energy guy. He can steal a base easily. He can take an extra base easily. He's he's what we love about Gardner when he's playing well. Yeah. All right. So, Except he's twenty four years old. <laughs> but that's who I said Jed Lowry was. So Jed Lowry's stats versus the Yankees right now. He has nine hits in six games, three forty six batting average with. One home run and six RBIs in six games. So, yeah, he's crushed us this year. He wears the double-flapped ear helmet. So, for me, it's Chris Davis. He's the obvious number one. Matt Chapman, 42 doubles, 20-something home runs. He's basically got Andujar's offensive stats, plus he's really good at defense. Uh, And Jed Lowry because he's a little pesky fuck. Those are my three. Yeah. Jed, I'm not giving Jed Lowry respect, and that's almost how he's had this incredible season because you don't give Jed Lowry respect, and then you look up at the box score, and it's like, oh, he went two for three with a, a double, a walk, and two RBIs, and you're like, man, Jed Lowry. <laughs> so credit to me for giving Jed so much respect, even though he's got a dumbass name like Jed. Credit to you. Credit to me. All right, who's hot? Who's not? Top that. Yankees. Yankees. We got a lot of guys that are a lot hotter than the A's guys. If you want to count this for anything, Jake, if you're looking for a dose of confidence, in the last seven games, we have four guys who are, um, okay, we have eight, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, we have seven guys 
who are OPSing eight or up, and the A's had two. Unless you count Chad Pinder, who barely played, not a starter. So he might play. I think he actually will play. So here they we have, go. They have one. They have like one flex lineup spot. That's what. What is it? It's Chad Pinder. Um, who's the other guy? Matt Joyce. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Canna. Yeah. <laughs> Canny. Canna. So Yankees. Andujar has eight hits in the last seven games. 267 batting average, 881 OPS, two home runs. Giancarlo Stanton, hot Stanton. Hot Stanton. Hot Stanton. Those are my two words. 417 batting average, 1.417 OPS, three home runs in the last week, seven runs scored, seven RBIs, only to be outdone by the man Louis Linwood Voigt LV coming at you. Player of the week. Player of the week, 11 for 24, three home runs, eight RBIs, 458 batting average, 1.477 ERA. Someone asked if, you know, you do Voight over Walker in the lineup. We didn't talk about this earlier, so I'll just give my thoughts now. And, and it, I actually stole this from you on a previous episode. If Voight hits a double or a single in, the fir- in his first at-bat, you've just energized the crowd. That's how much the crowd loves this guy. That's how much he loves the crowd. you got to feed the beast. So to start walk, uh, Voight on the bench and then pinch hit him is it does a huge disservice, especially when Walker being able to play so many defensive positions is a better pinch hit defensive replacement option than Voight coming into a game halfway. So Voight's clear cut has to be your first baseman. Luke Voight starting. Just one player of the week. He's been playing at an MVP level <laughs> since yeah. we got him. Gardner, not hot right now. Five for 22, okay. 227 average. 746 OPS. Andrew McCutcheon, hot right now. 381 average in the last week, 1.051 OPS. So are we back on Kutch train? It's so tough. Like, yes. I think it's going to be Kutch, but I liked what we did in our heads when we brought ourselves to think it was Gardner. If it is Kutch, there's still a little part of me that wants Hicks lead off and Kutch three hole. If Gar- Only because Aaron Hicks doesn't like to swing a baseball. <laughs> if Gardner was giving you the same exact offensive stats as Kutch, you'd want Gardner because it changes the lineup drastically. It moves yeah, Hicks and to the defense. And it changes the defense. But Kutch is doing way more offensively than Gardner. So is the trade off work it, worth it? With the rest of the big bats, you, I could see them saying, we're going to let the other eight guys do the heavy lifting and Gardner's going to play defense, grind at bats, and give us the ability to make our lineup a little more lefty-righty fluid. I can see them having that thought process and doing it. And also... Hey, what, what do you like more? Watermelon. McCutcheon, Judge, Hicks, Stanton... Or Hicks, Judge, McCutcheon, Stanton. I like splitting up the. I like lefty righty. Hicks three hole is just tough to me. I because I I picture there's two outs. They throw Judge four sliders away. He takes his walk, and now it's it's Hicks with runners on base, and he he just doesn't want to swing swing the bat. So, I'm sorry. It, it's out there. I said it. 
I'm moving on. When you have a team that's going to bullpen against you and bring in a lot of guys and play matchups and stuff, I think you want the most lefty-righty you can. Make them use their guys. Make them change it up. So that's another point of detrimenting the offense with Guardy, but helping out the lineup and defense. Uh, yeah. I talked myself into that not being a surprise because I think there's a lot of valid reasons for them to play Guardy over Kutch. I still think it's very much going to be McCutcheon because of the st- offensive stats, how good Kutch has been for us. Yeah, and I mean, Hicks, <laughs> Hicks, Judge, and McCutcheon are guys that get on base at a 375 to 400 clip. So when you when you run that through the computers, that's what works. Yep. And Judge... Is also swinging a good bat this last week. 286 average, 847 OPS, one home run. We saw that in Boston. Glaber, not hot. Four for 20 this last week. 200. Gar- he, was, he was trying to get that homer. Yeah. Gary Sanchez, uh, 250, 1.16 OPS, though. So he's doing damage when he swings. That's kind of what that's best we've seen. And then uh, the rest. Hicks is not that good right now. Three for his last 13. Didn't play a little bit because he had the injuries. So Luke Voigt and Stanton are our hottest hitters coming in, and their hottest hitters are Chris Davis and I forget. Could you see, could you see Voigt sliding up in the lineup a little bit? Could you see five hole Luke Voigt? Who's moving then? So then you go five hole Voigt, six hole Didi. No. Well, yeah, maybe if they want to. Move that left. I mean, he was up in the lineup a couple games this year. I know they were doing some funky stuff, but player of the week, <laughs> they low key love him and they should love him. Um, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Prediction for you, Jake. You don't have to give a score. Is it going to okay. be a close game in the seventh inning? Blowout or close? Okay. Uh, in the seventh inning. Three in runs. The seventh inning, will it be within three runs? Yes. Oh. Better. I don't want that. I don't want that, Jake. Dude, Oakland's got a crazy bullpen too. It would have to. The we the would have Oakland to go the nuts A's on the A's are good. Last year the Twins sucked. I listened to our our recap last year, like our wild card preview last year. See, like what we're where our heads were at then. We were nervous, uh, uh, obviously, but we were also like, man, like the Twins are garbage. They're not a playoff team. They weren't a playoff team last year. Right. They they, they almost didn't have starters or an intimidating bullpen. They they just had a lot of young guys that were putting together big at-bats, and they were a secret power team last year. They they were hitting bombs, um, and then they regressed pretty hard there. But, but the A's, they hit bombs – and they have the pitching, like the, the bullpenning. And the Yankees have been kicked in the dick by bullpenning all season. I think maybe they won one or two games. Petit, Trevino, Trinan, Pagan, Butcher, Hatcher, Familia, Dull, Casilla, Hendricks, who's the rumored starter, Rodney, Sean Kelly. I mean, yeah, that's – they can literally bullpen this whole damn thing so that – I I think you're right. Whether it's Hicks or Guardy, the switchiness is more important. Okay, we're gonna close it up soon. I put on Twitter. Okay, got a ton sure. of ton of responses. Too many to even keep track of. But I said if the Yankees win the wild card game, using only two words or names, what will be the reason? 
the Yankees won the wild card game because blank, blank. I got, let me find it. I got like too many responses, which is awesome. Thank you guys for responding. I got 354 responses. Okay. I'm going to go through and find like the most popular ones. The funny. And then I asked if they lose, what will be the reason? Okay. Gary was the most, was what was the only answer that came up on both many times. <laughs> Gary's going to be the reason to win. It's also going to be the reason to lose. Stanton um, once said, that's for you, bitch. What would your answer to the win be? Because I had mine before anyone started replying, and then people did write it. I'm hot Stanton, man. Hot Stanton? Yeah. I just, he's, he's nuts if there's, with the way he swings and where the short porch is. Boom. Bingo. Those are my words. I mean, it's just too easy, but those, <laughs> those two words could easily be the other answer, so that's why I went hot Stan. But we have the short porch, and we have batters, Stan and Voigt specifically, who are our hottest two hitters right now, who when they're in Yankee Stadium, they just aim for that short porch. Voigt got two cheapies. You got Didi. He can pop one over the short porch if he gets his barrel under it. Anduhar's done it, but he he more just swings for doubles, which is great. But that short porch, our two hottest hitters love trying to just poke it over there. Glaber, Hicks, Judge. Our lineup's deep. It's so much better than last year's lineup, which which had Ellsbury in it, Headley in it, Starlin Castro, who I liked at the time, didn't really hate Castro. Um, our lineup is so good, man. I mean, Voight is a relative nobody, and 2017 Gary is much better than 2018 Gary. But Voight is on the biggest heater you could be on in baseball right now. Stan's hot. Kutch is a perennial all-star who's playing very good right now. Judge is Judge. Didi is Didi, besides one month, but for a while he's been Didi. Glaber and Andujar is youth. A lot of people said for reasons we'd lose is like youth and defensive miscues. And that made my stomach drop because, yeah, we've they've made some dumbass plays in the field. I was just going to ask you, what's what's your biggest concern? Um, so my I, someone said biggest concern was that they're going to score early and then lay up. I actually don't think we'll see that. I think we're going to see a team that's super hungry and competitive because a lot of people said they're going to have one of their like sleep days. I don't think it's possible. I think they're going to be get up. My concern is that we bring in a reliever is one of our relievers has a meltdown. Okay. Mine, mine is, and it was, it was just from listening to the games on the radio today. And it's, how do I say it? I feel like you see this in big games a lot, and it's the opposite of when the Yankees are playing their best. There was a lot of first-pitch swinging in today's playoff games. And that's what concerns me is that you it's the playoffs and you say, hey, I, you know, I don't want to go down looking on, you know, ev- all these relievers are going to have an out pitch. You're, you're facing a full bullpen. So you don't want to get to a two-strike count. So you see a first pitch around the plate, and you make your swing at it. And then, I mean, that's how innings go by. And then you start trying to hit home runs. So, I mean, and this, I mean, this is always the fine line you have to dance. 
because you don't want to just let them throw the first pitch over every time. But I just I want to make sure these guys are putting at bats together. Because it's very easy to say, well, we don't have to grind it out because this guy's going to get out soon. So just yeah, I'm I'm just going to put a we're going to put a couple over the short porch. I'm I'm going to get that first pitch fastball go apo taco. There's a run. So that that for, I'm going to be watching the first pitches more intently than I normally would. How I need runs in the first two innings from the Yankees and none from Oakland. I need an early lead. Or I'm going to have an aneurysm, which I'm still not sure what that is. Hey, I'll say this, because, again, the early rumor from Oakland is Liam Hendricks. So the thing that's funky with the opener is you're still not starting a guy that's one of your top three relievers because you want them for the end of the game. I'm just saying, if you throw me a Liam Hendricks in the first inning of the wild card game, I think the boys are going to eat. And I'm obviously so biased. Yeah, because don't you think they're saying that about your Chad Green theory? No, because Chad Green came in and saved the wild card game last year. He was a hero last year in this game. So here's some more fun stats that don't actually mean anything. Liam Hendricks saw one game versus the Yankees this year. He pitched one inning. It was an opener inning before that weirdo Menjden came in. Right. And uh, he struck out Gardner. Giancarlo flied out to right field, which would have been a home run in Yankee Stadium. I was at this game in Oakland. He put one to the track in the Coliseum on the right field. That would have been a home run. So there you go. And then McCutcheon grounded out to second base. Jimmy, I've I've got bad news for you, man. Why? I'm trying to I'm trying to get us to a positive place so we can end the show positive. But give me the bad, and then we'll spin it positive. Wednesday's going to be the longest day of your life. Oh yeah, man. Without a doubt. So. I'm going to leave out Emilio Pagan because I think he's there if things go bad reliever, but he has a 4-3-5 ERA. Everyone I'm about to mention, so Mangden, who we saw and did good against us, he's 4-0-5. Hendricks is 4-1-3. Ryan Dull is 4-3-5. So those are three guys that you might see that have ERAs that are just over four. ERAs under three. Rodney, Cahill, Fears, Manaya, Manaya's hurt, I think. Familia, Edwin Jackson, Casilla, Petit, Trevino, Butcher, Kelly, Trenin. Yeah, I don't so care. That's, we got to Familia and we got to Rodney in Oakland. So we'll get to those motherfuckers. Right, and Fernando it. Rodney's Fernando Rodney. But, Jim, we're talking about how we're going to throw our relievers in the kitchen sink. They are not going to be shy to throw 11 guys in regulation. Well, good. Like they're, bring they're it going on. To be, they're going to be they're going to be subbing guys out at the first sign of trouble. It's going to be a very long baseball game. The other no, it's not. Want to know why, Jake? Because why? You mean time wise, but energy. Yes. The stadium's going to play huge. And I was going to tweet something out like, "Man, I'm excited." Or, you know, everyone's tweeting out, if you're going to the game, you better be loud. And I wanted to tweet it out, but then I saw people tweet it out. I was like, I'm not tweeting that out. I'm not tweeting that out. But if you're going to the game, you're going to be loud. I don't need to tell you. No one on Twitter needs to tell you. If you're at that game, 
It's going to be so loud. I remember when the Astros came to town and they lost that lead in the eighth and the players were like, holy shit. I want the stadium to make the A's pitchers, these relievers who haven't done this, drop the ball Cueto style in the one-game playoff in Pittsburgh. I want it to be wild, and it will be. It's going to be mayhem, and the moment Luke Voigt hits his opposite field home run in the second inning to start things off, the place is going to erupt. Everyone at the stadium is going to be watching the rest of the game with beer dripping down their foreheads, stuck in their eyebrows, screaming and yelling, all right? I don't know who the fuck's going to be pitching, but they're going to be throwing strikes. Every strike is going to be an eruption from the crowd. Every strikeout is going to be thunder, and we're going to be rocking and rolling, and it's going to be a nice, easy 6-1 to one victory. Wow. I love it. And that's, L- love what you're saying. And that's that. That's the end of this episode of Talking Yanks. Everybody, go take your mind off the game however you can. We've got an episode of Laughs from the Past Out about a guy who masterminded the Virginia Lottery and won it in Australia, even though he was Romanian. And you can listen to that. That'll take your mind off the game for an hour. Thank you very much for listening to this. So we, you get to give a prediction and I don't? Do you want to? I was wow, I was man. trying to end positive. If your prediction isn't positive, you don't get to give one. It's positive. The The Yankees win 4-2 to two in a 4-hour and 15-minute game. 4-2. to That's way too close for me. I'm going to be sweating. Well, thank you very much for listening. Hopefully the next time you hear our voices, it starts off with, the Yankees have won the wild card game and not, well, here's an announcement. We're going to be taking a break for a couple weeks and then we'll be back with some. Okay, that's the deal. Let's all go into this game. High hopes, high spirits. The crowd's going to be awesome. The boys are going to be ready to go. This is their third wild card game. They've lost one. They've won one. Judge, Didi, Hicks, they know the deal. Gary, he knows what's going on. They've been there before. They're going to tell the guys, feed off the stadium because it's going to be fucking electric. Wednesday, here we come. Defend the Bronx. Bye, guys. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees.